I am so excited to greet you once again on this nine-day journey. I am kicking off the year sowing into your life, and I pray that it sets you up for incredible success. We are on tap to make this an amazing year. As we start the new year, it's always a great time to reflect and refocus and really position ourselves to move forward. And so I want to be here to sow into your life. I want to be here to help energize you with the things that are going to help you experience newness and success. And that begins with some mindset work, shifting our minds about certain behaviors and thinking. And so I wanted to kick off this new year with this perspective of nine things that we should leave behind so that we can lean into the fresh start in a fresh mindset and energize that in our lives. 2023 is going to be a fantastic experience for all of us, and we are going to make it so. I posted something that said, your life should be a vibe, a whole vibe, and you have a responsibility for making that happen, and I want to be a part of your success journey. So you may say to yourself, as I am often asked, Denise, why do you show up? Why do you continue to so, so richly in the lives of others. It's because God told me to sow. So S-O-W, into your life. And I want to see some amazing things happen. In fact, I have expectation that you are going to have a great life when you walk in the things that he is inspiring me to share. I promised him three things. I promised him I would be seen, I would be heard, and I would serve in life-changing ways. Now, if you connect with me, then you know I love talking about wins because when we have a win, no matter how great or small, it is an indication that momentum is happening. And so my win today, and though you can't see it, is I have on some I'm the good thing gear. I have on a sweatshirt with I'm the good thing on the front of it. And I'm excited about it because as I did a series back in June, I was showing up every day with other people's t-shirts on and God impressed, impressed upon me at that time that I needed to create my own. And so I'm excited to be wearing this sweatshirt. If you are interested in I'm the good thing gear, you can go to I'm the good and check it out. But for me, that's a win. That is a sign of momentum. As a mission, I show up to help women build a life that they love. I believe there are two things that must take place in order for that to happen. The first First thing is we have to believe in who we are. And the second thing is we have to believe in what we can do. And I show up on a regular basis across different platforms to elevate that message because I want you to build a life that you love. Now, here's the thing. I want you to know that you owe it to yourself and God to grow to stretch, to evolve and become. Because when we fail to do those things, that is a sign of things becoming irrelevant about you.
If you are not growing and you are not stretching and you are not evolving and you are not becoming, you are becoming irrelevant. And God created you to make an impact. And so we've got to do the things that are necessary in order to make that happen. I wanted to do this nine day series because I believe kicking off the new year is a great time to embrace your power. And in order for you to really embrace your power, there are some behaviors, there are some habits and some choices that we have to stop doing. We have to stop thinking in a certain way so that we can begin to elevate or increase our thoughts. And so I wanted to energize that. I wanted to energize you beginning to think about what's possible for you so that you can become that possibility. Now, before I get into sharing today's wisdom, I have three disclaimers for this entire nine-day series. The first disclaimer is I want you to take everything I say personally, because until you begin to assess yourself personally, you will not change. Until you begin to see how you are doing these things, nothing will change for you. And so in the words of my life coach, what you've been doing, how's that going for you? How is that working for you? I want you to begin to ask yourself that question because if it's not going well, that means we need to do something different. The second disclaimer is this. I want you to recognize that you need help. Unfortunately, as a culture, we do not accept help easily. We are created, uh, we have created this perspective and mindset. We've been taught this perspective and mindset that you have to figure it out on your own and that you have to go after it on your own. But here's what I want you to know. As you are journeying through life, you need help. We all need support. And when you sense that there is a connection with someone, whether it's me or someone else, I want you to grab the lifeline and I want you to lean into it. Fight against the bias and temptation to go it alone. And my third disclaimer is this. You need God. He makes all things possible. He's the one that gives us power that is going to change the, the game for you. So those three things is I want you to take it personal. The second is I want you to recognize you need help. And the third is I want you to also recognize you need God. All right. So let's jump into it. If you missed day number one, I talked about settling is so last year. You can catch the replay either on my YouTube channel if you click on the live tab or you can catch the replay on the Embrace Your Power podcast. Um, you can listen to it. It was powerful, but I am not going to replay everything that I talked about on yesterday. But I do want you to know settling is so last year. Today's message is this, staying the same is so last year too. We must avoid being stuck. Now, if you tune into the Embrace Your Power podcast, in the opening, I say these words, for the longest time, I secretly wanted more. And it sounds cute, but in real talk, that was my life. I secretly wanted more. I was staying the same, even though 
I wanted more. And what had to happen was me changing my mind, changing my perspective and be really beginning to realize that nothing was going to change until I change. I thought about what I wanted. I fantasized about what I wanted. I wanted it passionately, but nothing changed until I changed because in that season, I refused to embrace change and instead I stay the same. And I want to help you. I want to help accelerate you where you want to go and to achieve the things that you want to achieve. And so my message to you is you cannot stay the same and experience the things that you want. We all crave a sense of normalcy. We want things to calm down because change feels chaotic and nobody wants to be in a perpetual state of change. But like I said earlier, we are created to grow. When God created us, he had growth in mind. In fact, if a baby is taken to a doctor and the doctor does not see signs of growth, he will panic. He will think something is wrong with that baby because we are created to grow. So when our growth halts, when our growth comes to a stop, the reality is we decay, death even sets in. And like I said before, we become irrelevant. And that's not what God created you to do. So here's what I want you to know. And I want you to make sure that you lean into who God created you to be. You have to make a choice and a decision to back up what you want with action. So let's talk about what's usually standing in the way. What's standing in the way of where you are and where you want to be. And most likely, it's something very common to all of us. It is fear. Fear is likely standing in the way between where you are and where you want to be. Now, we've all heard this acronym that fear is false evidence appearing real. Now, here's what I want you to know. Fear as an emotion is not bad. God gave us that instinct. He wanted us to have a sense when we should take pause, a sense when we should be concerned. He wanted us to have that sense so that we can be protective when it was necessary. But when we are faced with something big, like a calling from God, like a desire in our heart, like things we want to accomplish, the assignment that he has given us, it ignites that same sensation of fear. And where it goes wrong for us is when we take that signal the wrong way. And here's what I mean by that. I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with someone and you say something and then you soon realize they took it a different way. The same happens for us when we feel that sensation of fear. It signals to us because it's bigger than us. That is an indication that you will need help. That is an indication that it is truly bigger than you, but that doesn't mean you can't accomplish and do it. But instead, we mistakenly take the signal of fear as something we should back away from, and we huddle and protect ourselves from leaning into the thing that is really what we want. 
And, you know, fear shows up in so many different ways. There's so many labels of fear. And here are the ones that I believe are most common to keeping us stuck. The first one is this, the fear of losing control. You know, when you come out of trauma, I've come out of trauma. When you come out of trauma, one of your responses is that you want to keep things under control. And so when people start talking about change, you're not really with that because you want a sense of normalcy. You want a sense of things being stable. You want a sense of things being under control. But here's what I want you to lean into. You serve a God who is sovereign. He has ordered your steps, directed your path and promised to be with you. And so the uncertainty that you believe is there is just part of that false evidence appearing real. And so that sense of losing control that you believe is on the other side of making the changes is one that you need to reduce and lean into the power that God has given you instead. The second fear is the fear of unknown. When we have to deal with things that we don't know, it really sets off our triggers. It triggers us and it makes us say, let me go back to what I'm comfortable with. The uncertainty of not knowing really puts us at unease. But what I want you to know again is God's got your back. You can rest in knowing he's going to lead you and guide you. He knows what's happening. And when you trust him, you are not in uncertainty. You are in loving faith and trust. The third fear that I think some of us fall victim to is the fear of something new. You see, this over here, I know what this is. I know how it functions. I know how it operates. I know how it looks. But when you start asking me to do something new, I don't know the rules of engagement over there. I don't know what that will require of me. I don't know how I'll have to show up, function, and what is in functioning in that new space. But again, God has equipped you with all of the greatness that is necessary for your life. And so this fear of something new is something you can release because the thing that you want is a new thing. The fourth one is fear of failure. And that is absolutely valid. Nobody wants to experience things going wrong. We all want a good outcome. But what I will say to you is that maybe you should reframe your thoughts of failure and really look at it as an opportunity to grow on your journey. You see, one of the things that I can say about everything in my past that didn't go the way that I expected it to go is it made me a better decision maker. It made me a better solution finder. It made me mature in ways to be able to share wisdom and experience to other people. You see, it helped make me it helped groom me. It helped to show me. And so I don't count it as failure because it was part of my journey in helping me to become. Everything has lessons peppered all through them. And if I don't let it detonate me by saying it was a failure, but that it was an experience to help grow and shape me, well, I'm always down for that. 
because I am seeking to be the better version of me. And finally, the last fear that I want to talk about today is the fear of what will be required of us. You see, we can be a little lazy and we just got to be honest with ourselves. We don't really want to put a whole much, a whole bunch of more effort into it. We really don't want to work harder. We really don't know if we're ready from a competency standpoint. We got a whole bunch of questions. So you know what? I am cool with where things are and with what I have to do. But here's the thing. If you secretly want more, greatness is inside of you and trying to come out. And that means the only way you can accomplish that is to really lean into and know you got what it takes to be able to do whatever is standing in front of you. Now, there are a whole lot more fears. And this is one of the reasons why success superpower number two is to shake off fear. You have to begin to lean into who God says you are. You don't have a foundation to stand against any of those things, but he has set you on a firm foundation to do, be, have, and achieve what he's inspiring inside of you because it is necessary. Okay, let me see where I want to go next. At the end of the day, we have to answer for ourselves this very question. When we say we want more, you have to answer whether or not you're going to accept what you have continued to get or if you're going to lean into getting what you want. That really is the bottom line question for you. Because at the end of the day, talk is cheap. It's very cheap. We can show up and say a whole lot of stuff. But are you going to continue to do what you've been doing so that you'll keep getting what you've been getting? Or are you going to lean into the more you say you want? Here's the harsh reality. When you push through and stop playing small, there may be some meaningful losses in your life. You may see some relationships that have to fade or transition. You may see where you are, your location, your job. Some things may have to fade or transition. But in your ability to truly rise up into who it is God he has created you to be, there's two things I guarantee you, you will experience that will outweigh any loss. You will experience satisfaction and fulfillment in a way that will light you up from the inside out. Now, we're all sold on that. But the biggest struggle I see for those who even say, I'm ready, Denise. I am ready to go. I'm ready to tip my foot into that water. I'm ready to put action to it. It's not so much the starting that we fall off in. It's the sticking with it. It's the finish strong. It's the getting through it. You see, the mindset to say, I want it is there. You're hungry for it. And even the effort to kind of start it is there too. But it's in the sticking with it that we tend to struggle and fade. And this is why I am saying to you, getting help on your success journey is critical. Now, listen to me. 
The reason why Weight Watchers works is because of accountability. The reason why AA works is because of partnership. The reason why friendship works is because of care. When you start layering in those perspectives of relationship, it helps you to stick with it. And I am still baffled and puzzled by the fact that when it comes to our success, we think we can do it alone. We think we can persevere alone when in fact, God has created us for relationship. And when he gave us an assignment, he is raising up people to use their power, ability and influence to help us. Yet we are not taking advantage of it because we want to go it alone. The difference in life success is that you really need more than just accountability and partnership and care. There's something more that life success demands you bring to the table of you. You need wisdom and experience as well. More than accountability, more than partnership more than care. You need somebody on the outside looking in, infusing your journey with wisdom and experience because that's going to help accelerate you. There are life lessons that people can bring to the table that is going to help get you where it is that you need to go. So here's my question for you. At the start of this new year, who is intentionally in your life to help you be successful? And I want you to name names. See, you need to know who is on your personal board of directors. Who are those people? Not generally who they are, specifically who, are, who they are. Who do you have intentionally in your life to help you be successful? Who is bringing the wisdom and insight to the table consistently for you? And whoever that is, my challenge to you to ensure you success in 2023 is you better get as close as you can to them and you better stay as close as you can to them. Your life success depends on it. Your life success not only depends on accountability and depends on care and depends on partnership. It depends on someone being able to bring wisdom and insight to the table for you. Get close and stay close. Who is there to help you shake off fear? Who is there to help you shake off the fear of losing control? Shake off the fear of uncertainty. Shake off the fear of something new. Shake off the fear of failure. Shake off the fear of what's required for you. Because if you can't name who's helping you, then you are stuck trying to do it yourself. And when that happens, you are going to fade. You are going to decay. And you are going to become irrelevant, at least most of us because we were created for relationship. So I was asked, what's the one thing that women who take part in power play say is their biggest win? And here's, let me tell you, without fail, when I consider the women who have taken part in power play, their number one thing that they recognize for themselves is their confidence begins to soar.
Now, when I look at what they're looking to achieve, it's as varied as they are personal. There is not a common goal. But the one thing that's a game changer for all of them is their confidence begins to soar. They begin to see themselves capable. They begin to see themselves strong and resolved. And I will tell you, seeing yourself strong, capable, and resolved does not come from accountability. It does not come from partnership alone. It does not come from care. It comes because they're getting help with the steps they need to take for themselves. It comes from wisdom and insight. And so what I want to challenge you with this new year, at the kick of, kickoff of this new year, is to prioritize you. I want you to deepen the resolve to prioritize you. And listen, I put together a short video because I know that there are some people who are saying this to themselves now. Something has to change. <laughs> I know I said that to myself. I reached the point where I no longer wanted to stay the same. And I said to myself, Denise, something has to change. And so if you'll go to www.somethinghastochange.live, all one word, www.somethinghastochange.live, I have a video there uh, that will walk you through more of what do you do when you sense something has to change. It's power play enrollment season, but more than working with me, I want you to work with the person who is a lifeline for you. I want you to forge the relationships that are going to help accelerate your success. And I want you to do one thing, make sure that whatever relationship it is, that it is bringing wisdom and insight to the table for you. Please refuse to stay the same. Please stop giving into fear. And if you want to know more, I encourage you to go to my website, somethinghastochange.live for more information. I love these live series because it's a chance to do some rapid fire sharing. If this was a help to you, don't be stingy. Share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you know is hungry for change in their lives. Help be your sister's keeper. And here's my last comment to you. God is so good. He is so good to us. He is so faithful to us. He is so loving and kind to us. He is downright good. But it is now time that we are good to us too. We deserve to be good to ourselves. And as you continue in 2023, make that a priority. I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow. We got more good stuff to unpack. Stop staying, saying, well, I can't say it. Stop staying the same. That's so last year. Have a good one.